Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore O-R-L. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando. And on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And vamos Orlando. How you doing, people? It's Monday, February 21st, 8.32 p.m. Thank you so much. This is Loud and Proud Orlando. My name is Luis Carlos Pineda. I'm here with David Valentin. We have a lot of topics to talk about, a lot of preseason hype, a lot of preseason games. A lot of things have been said through Facebook, through Twitter. Uh, we did a couple of surveys also. I want to thank everybody who participated on those surveys as well regarding the kits. We had a new kit as well. I think it's uh, it fits the city of Orlando. It fits um, the culture of the club. So I give kudos to the designers of the kit. We'll we'll also have your comments, your input. You know, what are your thoughts regarding the kit? Uh, what are your thoughts regarding preseason? Are we ready to, you know, embark into this new MLS season, 
Orlando with a pretty much a core, uh, has a, a specific uh, playing core and added some important pieces. Uh, personally, I think uh, Jack Lynn is uh, making a lot of strides. Hopefully he can take that good momentum into the regular season. We've seen also Tesho score. I know a lot of people are dropping tears, but Tesho's taking names and he's taking things very serious during, during preseason. Bato also scored. So a lot of people that were saying that we're, we don't have any scoring, uh, a lot of the strikers are actually scoring. So we're going to develop on that and more. But uh, before we start, I want to, you know, we're about 20 people live right now. Thank you so much. We're Loud and Proud Orlando. Uh, check us out on Twitter as at LPO underscore podcast. We're also live on Facebook. We're also live on our Facebook group, the Orlando City SC Informed Discussion Group, as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, click the notification bell for all notifications so we can get the YouTube algorithm to recommend us to more Orlando City fans or MLS fans. And uh, Dave, how are you, man? How's everything? Eventful week. Yes. Thank you very much, Luis. Uh, like we were talking before we started, uh, eventful week working really, really hard because those season tickets are not going to pay themselves. And I hope that everybody had a better week than the one that I had. Uh, anybody that works dealing with public customers, fixing anything knows that uh, the lack of enthusiasm that I have today is because I have, I had one of those weeks and just started one of those weeks. Uh, that said, uh, at least we have light at the end of the tunnel uh, with Orlando City this Sunday, 1 p.m. Better be there. If you are in Central Florida and you have the money and you have the I'll time, 655 West Church Street is the place where you should be this Sunday. Your Lions need you. And, uh, you know, again, I want to thank the team, Jared Dillon in specific, for all the events that transpired this uh, past few weeks. The fans obviously appreciate them. People are excited. People are ready for the season. I certainly am. I'll be there with my family. And, uh, you know, it's just part of getting ready for another season. Nobody is giving us a chance based on what the pundits are saying about our club and so-called pundits uh, who have us not making playoffs. Those people need their head examined. But as we continue this conversation, we're going to talk about that. But again, I want to thank everybody that is live. I want to thank everybody that is going to be watching this later on in the week, especially our friends in the UK who watch watch this uh, at their leisure, obviously, because right now live, it's uh, 1.30 in the morning, their time, and also everybody on audio. Thank you very much. All right, and uh, well, let's let's dive in into the subject. Uh, first and foremost, um, let's start with the uh, with the sunshine kit. Let's start with that topic, and then we'll dive in into the preseason. Let's just get that out of the way because that's what's fresh right now in people's minds is the is the beautiful kit that Orlando laid out. Um, thank you to Orlando City Communications for the pictures, and also Mr. Mark Thor. Uh, thank you so much. So this is the sunshine kit. Um, you know, I personally, I mean, my, my personal opinion, and then you can, you can jump in, Dave. Uh, I think uh, it looks great. I think it, it fits uh, what Central Florida and, and Orlando is, is, is all about. 
Um, you know, some some people on, on and I name them because you know um, they're probably watching right now. Um, some people on Facebook saying it looks like McDonald's fries. You know, there's other people too uh, saying that uh, you know you just need the McDonald's logo next to it. Um, Ignorant people. Uh, I think this- I think I think it looks great. Um, then, then obviously you have the art techies, you know, saying, "Oh, you know, if I would have shot all the, the, the yellow a little bit more, and you would have had more purple on the bottom," you know, and then to take like two paragraphs of just jargon, when you know, typically this kid, um, it, I, it, I wish it could have been a home jersey, believe it or not, mm-hmm. but it is an away jersey. This is a picture from that I got from the Facebook group also. Uh, where Omar, Omar Bamba is like the, the head of the, of the group there. Uh, so right there, I got, you know, I think it looks superb. Uh, we've got a lot of compliments from a lot of uh, teams around the league. Yes. And some of the kids that we've seen um, from other teams are really not too up to par to, with this one. So no, absolutely. Uh, what are your thoughts, immediate thoughts right now about, about the kit? Well, as the official hater of all of, of our away kits – I have to say this one, uh, it's the best. Away kits internationally tend to look very lackluster for any team. So this one really makes me want to buy it, uh, to be honest with you. When you look at it with the socks and the uh, shorts, it really, really sells itself. Um, I think uh, I think it's just, it's, just, it's just nice. It represents our city. Our state, unfortunately, and I, I, I never, uh, Luis, I never critical of other teams in the podcast, but this is is gonna be um, a constructive criticism to our friends down in Miami, that while they you know, they use their their kids as canvas for trying to portray this this attitude of internationalism. In Orlando, we have done the opposite. Yes, in Orlando, we have done the opposite. We are we are bringing what makes Florida Florida into our kit. You know, the the sunshine, the alligators, the sand cranes, the rain, the, the ocean, the rivers. Those are the type of things. When I think of Florida, I think of as this beautiful subtropical peninsula that we call home. And unfortunately, down there, they, they have failed to do that. But I'm not here to correct them. I just 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 to point out that the I think the beauty of a kid should be a representation of where it's coming from, the community where that team plays at. Exactly. You know, my 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 international clubs. Uh, I'm not part of those communities. I my enthusiasm for the teams are, hasn't diminished. But when I when I grab those kits, I see things that I'm like, oh, I don't know why this is there. And then friends tell me later, oh, well, that's there because of something that happened or, uh, or a landmark in town. So that's, that's what the kit is all about. It just represents the community of Orlando. I think it's beautiful. Just like uh, with the Pride last year, they were their home kit. You right, know, that Astra. Speaks, absolutely speaks about our uh, space uh, industry connections. So to conclude... I just think that you know uh, the other one that I, I saw that is has that deep roots uh, to the cities is I, I guess Portland with the roses, Rose right, City, right. you know, Rose and, City. And, and 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 the fact that um, a lot of a lot of people, including 
fans of rival teams that will not toss a, a compliment our way, say, hey, it, it just looks very nice. It looks pretty. And people say, hey, yeah. I, I'm not an Orlando City fan, but I'll buy it for my collection. That says a lot. Yeah, look, uh, look, I, I never thought Austin. Wait, is it is this Austin? No, that's no, Atlanta. It's, it's Atlanta. Oh, my God. I thought I was going colorblind right here. Hmm. But look, you know, it's just a it's just a green, you know. Um, I don't know if green represents Atlanta, maybe. Maybe it's for St. Patrick's Day. I don't know. And then, you know, they're, they're, they're carrying over this kit. Uh, you know, look at Austin, kind of like, you know, um, a different shade of green. Charlotte, it was similar to, very similar to Arsenal, in my opinion, uh, but with blue. Um, I love this one, for example. You know, so Adidas is having really good, 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 good luck with the kits. Chicago, I think it's good, too. It fits their, their city. So I think they're just going that way. Cincinnati is just, you know, like the Bengals, just bright mm -hmm. orange, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, the rest of them, it's just pretty much the same, you know, including Houston, in my opinion. Um, what to say about Miami? Uh, honestly, um, I mean, it's just pink and looks like the team from Italy called Palermo. I don't know if people know about that. Uh, but it's just very pink and... Uh, Then you have the LA, LA, LAFC, right? Um, mm -hmm. Like Aztec, like things there. Um, LA Galaxy looks looks clean, in my opinion. So I mean, it has gotten some good stuff, you know. Um, but in, in my opinion, the Orlando one is by far, I mean, so close to home. With with, I mean, the way they presented this. Uh, I mean, I want to give props to Communications for this. It was just fantastic. I mean, the video, the way all of that was carried out, um, kudos to them. Um, I, I was expecting another maybe white, mm -hmm. you know, like a similar to 20, you know, 20, 20, you know, 2018, you know, white, regular white with, you know, something similar, but I never expected this. And I'm actually quite impressed. Yeah, But, uh, some people some people feel like it's 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 not nice you know and you know th there's things for everybody right absolutely there's there's, there's things for everybody some people know? don't like me Luis. some people don't like me and right. uh, and and thousands love me so that's how it is man that's how it is uh let, let's go to the comments my friend i see a lot of activity yeah, sure, there sure, sure let's let's take uh let's take uh let's read Uh, Mark Rodriguez is away. Waffles Inc. says, I'm going to the game. That's All right. right. Jim D says, Montreal uh, Champions League. Uh, CONCACAF Champions yes. League. Uh, oh, by the way. I met Jim in person. I forgot to say that last week. Thank you, my man, for all the words that you said about our podcast. Appreciate it. That's right. Mike Spillane says, uh, just worry on the health of Kara. Yeah, that's right. He's uh, doing good. Yeah, he's doing good. He, he, he'll, he'll recover. David Gray, thrilled to be here live. Six days away to open, opening day. Yeah, that's right. All Thank right, you, sir. Brother. Ralph Kuhn says, uh, uh, I'll be on a cruise, but we'll be there the second game. Awesome. Yeah. Well, oh, good deal, good deal. Uh, are you going to film the game live? It says Waffles Inc. Um, we're not allowed to film it. We're live. not allowed. Yeah, that's intellectual yeah. property of MLS. Of MLS, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, we will get kicked out. Mike Spillane. <laughs> Well, uh, wish um, wish I could be there. Got an engagement party for a family wedding that I will be a groomsman for. Well, congratulations. Yep. If you're from an Italian New York family, you understand I'm not allowed to miss it. Of course not. Yes, yes. Uh, I my my my, my mother-in-law is from that 
that uh, stock, and I understand. Definitely. It's Skater Jeep says 137 hours. Yeah, I can't wait either, my friend. Mike Spillane, one of the best new kits in the league. Grab the authentic kit at the R Jam. Yeah, yeah that was that was great, and I love the fact that they do that now. Um, every every year they come out with a with a kit. I think that's that's great to unite the and community. a patch too, so you so people know. Yeah, that's right. Mike Spillane, purple shirt, set it off though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Skater Jeep, I like the fact they they kept the original colors in with a hint to the sun. ATL is green. Green? Green? Yeah. Right, Their explanation is about the forest that is around Atlanta. Well, I've been forest, to Atlanta many man. times. I'm like, Why don't they make it like a uh, color, like a cream color, like Savannah? Like, I don't know, Savannah, Georgia. I don't know. Maybe the color of wood. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mike Spillane, need, need jersey sales to get a third kit. Yeah, I mean, and, and uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, Mike Spillane, Atlanta is a city in the forest kit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike okay. Spillane, it's a, it's a golf polo. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it, they're trying to do the whole European shebang. It's just, in my opinion, it's just very plain. Um, hopefully, translate to the pitch, right? Um, the first, uh, we did a survey on my Twitter. Thank you so much to everybody that participated. Forty-eight votes for the final result. You like the sunshine kit? 87.5% 87 say yes, and 12.5% said no. No. And then I threw out this question after that because I felt I personally this is something I would like. You know, I, I took it up to, up up to myself. City fans, should Orlando City have a retro kit? And what I meant retro kit was USL style retro kit, yes. like color USL color. Like we won four cups, my friend. You know, like have have that. The bad. one, guys, the one that I would like the, to see back is that the, uh, the yeah, the red one with the yeah. the horizontal. What is it? The vertical uh, red stripe. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Right, right, right. yeah, uh -huh. yeah, yeah. It's uh, the the one year was the the goalkeepers had it, and then the other year the field uh, players had it for the away. It was just like a stripe and. Um, so mostly you see it on when we used to do the pink uh, kits for uh, uh, Cancer Awareness Month, for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, which I am so sad that MLS has steered away from the pink kits. Um, and, um, you know, there's a lot of causes that are worthy. Uh, MLS picks the ones they want. But I think, uh, I think it, that was so iconic back in our USL era. And I saw a uh, jersey like that uh, sell for over $600, man. I was super impressed. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what I'm saying. I mean, I think it would be a great idea for Orlando because, you know, last season it was that uh, Aqua Aquaman uh, yes. jersey, right? The Aquaman jersey, I called it. And, I mean, it looked, it looked dope, you know. It had, the, you know, the orange. But, you know, the, the colors didn't represent – I mean, to me, I didn't feel identified as a, if, if I'm a fan, mm -hmm. an Orlando City fan, I, I didn't, it didn't kind of hit my heart. Like maybe this one, the Sunshine Kid hit because it's so, it's so Orlando, so Florida. I think if we get a retro kit mimicking like our last USL championship, like the yeah. red kit, like yeah. that red kit with Adidas on there, I think it'll be so, I think it'll be great. Another right. idea was, and another, another person who commented on, on the tweet, was um, get a, a another kit, maybe an alternate kit, but just have the retro patch. So the retro logo of Orlando City uh, with the three lions, right? I have an answer for that. 
go go ahead. The, yeah, the uh, the patch is the uh, uh, the USL owns that badge. Oh, yes, oh, so MLS cannot use it. Unfortunately, I would love to uh, yeah, for us to have. Colors, right? The color. Yeah, absolutely. I know a lot of people say, "Well, I wasn't there. I don't have the same attachment." And I understand that part. Uh, that when people don't are not as fanatical as the fans that were there in 2011. But I would like to uh, tell you guys that is is critical to rescue our history and not let it go by the wayside, just because most of the fan base was not there. And I understand that. Um, Orlando City in the USL era only had maybe three, four thousand people show up to the games. Uh, the most that Orlando City ever got in USL was twenty-one thousand people, and that was a twenty thirteen um, uh, uh, championship game. So I understand all of that, but if we allow the red to go and die off, is a part, a critical part of our club. Uh, anybody that has read the book, The Five Expectations, and I, I actually have it. Uh, I will have to, you know, break away to go get in. But uh, I, I had Simon Venice wrote uh, a masterpiece of a book telling our story. And in that book, we find out after the fact, of course, that the club almost went bankrupt that year and died. So to me, Red represents a team that almost died. We, and, and if he had... We wouldn't be talking about Orlando City today. So for us, yes, purple is beautiful. I own a ton of purple stuff. But the, what the red represents, my friends, is that that dream not dying. And we're going to be talking right. about uh, some things that, um, that go back to that era that the team is implementing right now that uh, you probably haven't noticed or you probably have. So, But I just, I just want to tell you that when people say, hey, let's bring a red kid, even if you were not part of that era, let's join together. So yeah, we can get I mean, and, and you would have thought, right, purple and red don't, don't go together. But the way that kit was designed, I know it was Lotto, and I was, I'm probably getting in trouble by saying that brand. But yeah. let me tell you, I mean, it was a kit that meant a lot to the city of Orlando. Yes. So I would love to see it represent. So, you know, especially if we're playing, let's say, the, the Lamar Hunt again, or, or, or we play – Let's say, you know, bring it back for those games that we play away at least or even home one day. You know, I think it would be nice for, for people to see, especially diehard fans from that era like you, like me, like other people. Right. Uh, see it. See it back. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And I, it will sell like hotcakes, in my opinion. Oh, says, I know MLS is a single entity, so probably won't happen. But you guys like it. Um, do, do you guys like it that Adidas has the monopoly or would you like to see the teams to be able to pick their own suppliers like Puma, Nike, et cetera? Ladder, uh, yeah. you, 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 you say first and then I'll say my piece. Go ahead. I, I would like for us to be independently, but again, you cannot have single entity and then sort of give away uh, control of what your teams do because at the end of the day, it says MLS and it represents the league. That's right. Um, personally, I, I mean, I think um, that's that's the thing with the MLS, right? I mean, Adidas has has the has the monopoly on it. Um, I would like to see it if it was independent. I think the clubs were able to make more money. Let's say New Balance may offer a lot of more money than mm -hmm. maybe Nike or Adidas, and Orlando just feels that that's the way to go. That's how a lot of clubs in Europe make a lot of money. Uh, also, a lot of the key players. Uh, for example, um, 
uh, let's say Facundo Torres, right? Let's say if he was in Barcelona, he can have a sponsorship with Nike and Nike may pay 20% of his salary or 10% of his salary and he will have to renounce to his uh, media rights. So Nike could take him away for photo shoots, for commercials, for things like that because he's paying them because part of his salary is paid by Nike. So the club will be able to do that, uh, save some cost on, on labor regarding, you know, the players. Um, but on the other side, I think how the MLS is doing it with one brand, it looks very organized. It, mm -hmm. it just kind of sets the league apart from the rest because there are some kits from other clubs in Europe and South America that you ask yourself, you're like, wow, how the hell, what is this? Yeah, right? there's some brands really? out there. I'm like, right, right. And so um, I think that, you know, you know, it, it will get there at some point. I think it's inevitable. It just, the league has to grow exponentially. I, I, I think that they can start thinking about that maybe after the 2026 World Cup. Uh, Mike Spillane, it says, wish they could do their own jersey deals, uh, but the single entity stops that. League gets a chunk of Adidas money, <clears throat> so they would forfeit that if teams could do their own deals. Yeah, and you have this generation Adidas. You know, it, it ties in with uh, the youth movement in the league, in a mm -hmm. way. So Adidas may say, I, I, I'm not doing this anymore. If we're not your sponsor, we're closing shop now. So now that's another chunk of money that the league is going to have to come out of pocket for. So it just kind of it has its pros and its cons, right? Mm -hmm. Jim D, look look at that YouTube banner. Red and purple isn't bad. Yeah, that's right. You know, I'm I'm a very old school person. So <laughs> thank you, sir. Um, let's dive in into some of the preseason games. Um, sure. You know, just to let's start. I'm going to put some video, and I want to thank. Uh, Orlando City Communications, this is a minute and 46 seconds, and we can analyze it. It's um, words from uh, Jack Lynn, which he's been on fire in this preseason. He's been the player, has been uh, the striker, and has probably the most goals uh, scored. And uh, he's uh, part of the youth movement of this club, and I would love to see him play against Montreal for sure. Um, maybe Cara will start, but I could see, it, see him definitely subbing in for sure. Uh, and let, let's see. Uh, let's take a look here. Yeah, you know, it's a dream come true. Can you listen uh, to the... Yeah, yeah, I can hear. Yeah, okay, perfect. Let me go ahead and uh, full screen it. Uh, when I was drafted, I was super happy, but I knew that wasn't, you know, the end of the road. I had to come and improve myself. Awesome. You know, coming into a new environment, I was eager to learn, you know, a new style of play, uh, faster level of play too, and I, you know... The adjustment period is taking, you know, a little bit, but I, I think we did well today. Unlucky to come away with that. It, it's, it's easier to see a lot of the patterns that we're trying to do going forward. I think our, you know, positional awareness is getting better. And I think that, you know, in the next couple of weeks, or I guess a week from now when we play Montreal, you know, it seems super close. We had the Asado during, uh, during the getaway this or last week, and that was awesome, you know, to come together over a meal. So. <laughs> So this is where they play uh, Miami, right? They play Miami, USL side. And uh, like we were saying, right, they have interesting players too on the other side, you know. And uh, personally, personally, I think uh, they play a good game. Uh, not a lot of, you know, not a lot of scoring, you know. Yeah, but, it was a nil-nil result. Right. But uh, what I, there is a play right here from Freeman. You get, look at that. 
look, look at that right there. Yeah, that was look to Wilfredo that. Rivera, which look, was 32. Look at that. Look at that. He, he, he got he got out of, you know, he, he got out of two defenders, like, in two seconds. Like, like that player, like, wow. You know what I mean? Oh, my goodness. Um, for sure. And uh, look at uh, Urso. Urso was back at that game, too, right? So it was good to see him. Look at look at that one for Rivera. Yeah, oh, there. Oh my goodness, that's the that's Wilfredo Rivera. That's what I'm saying. Look at that. And there, I mean, the the keeper was well positioned there for sure, but he could. I mean, typically the only way he could do it was um, shooting. Man, you know, he 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 could have done that if he would have passed it back. There was nobody right there in the in right in the penalty spot. To, to maybe throw a, a, a cross or, or lob the ball so somebody heads it in. Mm -hmm. I think uh, – and that's kind of ties in what Jacqueline was saying, right? Uh, the positioning of the nines. And that is very yes. important. You know, Teshua Kindele, he, he positions himself well. He just – unfortunately, sometimes the, the he doesn't score as much. But, um, you know, one thing that Pato did because he scored as well was the positioning. And I think mm -hmm. his one-on-one -on -one was superb on there. What were your thoughts uh, of, uh, of of playing against Miami, Miami, F well, Miami FC? No, absolutely. I uh, I believe a, a few of our fans were there. Uh, that was uh, that was the game Wednesday, uh, 2 p.m. If I'm not mistaken, I could have gone there, but then I had a last call for work and friends. Um, you know, podcasting pace this much, so. I was unable to go. I had to. I had to go to my <laughs> to the guys. I actually make everything happen here, and um, I, I have to tell you, a lot of people were very impressed with uh, our guys. Uh, a lot of ball movement um, in that video. What you saw there was a lot of basically uh, our bench players. You know, the the, the guys yeah. are uh, third and fourth on the depth chart, and um, I, I was I was I was super excited because you know in the past. And 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 I have said this before in the past. We had our <clears throat> excuse me, our starting eleven. Those guys got hurt, and the backups were abysmal. And then if those that backup got hurt, God help us, because the guys that were will come from the practice squad uh, were not fit for uh, the bench in a USL team. So in my opinion, um. The uh, one of the things that has been in conversations since, uh, and I will say this now, uh, Nick Taylor and Nate Dos Santos were released by the team. Uh, these are the guys that were uh, drafted alongside Jacqueline uh, in the uh, in the super draft. One of the things that we have to understand is, as our team gets better, our positioning in the draft, our pick. Our picks are further and further, further down. So the Daryl DKs, the Chris Mueller's, the um, the Kyle Aaron's are not gonna be there. I'm so, I'm sorry, they're not gonna be there. Our team is now going to get the Facundo Torres, the Cesar Araujos, the 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 uh, the Caras, the those type of guys, the Gaston Gonzalez. That's who we are going to be replacing our um, our players with. So. Every year we're gonna take a stab and and hopefully uh, find somebody good. I think Jacqueline is uh, is a talented individual. It's a young man that uh, is focused and wants to win, and that's what's important to me. Okay. I was a little bit devastated at the fact that uh, Nado Santos is not gonna be part of this project. Uh, Luis Musa was big on him. 
Um, they were saying, hey, you know, this guy plays the type of football that we like. You know, they they were they experimented with putting him in uh, in the midfield, even though he was uh, a defender, and they put him here, there, whatever. He was part of a lot of the this preseason games, and unfortunately, he doesn't have a place. So that that tells you the competition there is cutthroat. If uh, if this talented young man is going to be let go, my understanding is that he already found a team in USL. Um, I believe it's up in Pennsylvania. I can't remember the name of it. If, if I remember, I will, I will mention it. But that's that's the reality, my friends. That's the reality of what's going on right now. Um, I'm just just like you guys, excited for for the and, season. And, and you know, and you know, also, I'm very excited for for the the second tier MLS um, league. Yes, because I guarantee you, and this, you know, and I'm sure Orlando's already looking at this. Um, the best players out of that league from any club. I know that there's clubs that have first dibs because they're part of the first team too, and things like that. You know, developmental players, but we need to also look into that pool and get the best. I mean, get 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 some good players. I mean, there's some interesting players like. In, in, in San Jose, in my opinion, I think there's a couple that are good, a couple in, in Atlanta that, that I saw as well. And, I mean, we need to take a look into uh, into the second tier, which I think is going to be very exciting. That's where OCB is going to be playing as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just kind of see also, you know, maybe we find um, a diamond in the rough there as well, right? Absolutely. Uh, and, uh, you know, look at that talent like Freeman, for example. Surprising to me. Never expected it. Um you know, Williams, you know, playing in, uh, in in such high level as well. All those young guys, you know, so definitely um, excited for, for, for that. And, and that was one of the things that I truly praise the team for, for definitely looking into is the youth and the depth that, you know, the, the squad has now. I know, I know they're not uh, name, brand name players, but they're young men that, want to play collectively, want to play the game collectively, and they're going to give the all about the culture of the club. They're all. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you can see it when you speak to them, when you see them walking down in, in the administrative offices, you see them, like, they're all, they're leaving breathing Orlando City, and we need those type of players to play in your club. You don't Absolutely. want just players that just come and go. I want to say hello to right, uh, a lot of the players, clashed in and all those guys that just came and tore apart this team at some point we can get a lot of names uh you know a, a lot of names there's a guy too that used to play that now plays in miami breck shea right mm-hmm. right so these are people that are just professionals of the sport and they really don't have any allegiance to anybody only themselves right and uh and, and that's like okay to have that's okay to have but it, in my opinion it doesn't fit the culture that pareja is trying to bring in so i think that these young kids are definitely uh, going to be a lot of depth for the club, and they're fit, and they're they're every they see every game they they're put in as a starter or as a sub, as mm-hmm. an opportunity to showcase themselves, and that's why they play in a high level. And, and I can definitely praise that. Uh, let's say uh, Mike Spillane says, "Yeah, I saw Taylor and Dos Santos didn't get contracts. Hackenberg still with the team. No word on a contract for him yet." Correct. Uh, David Gray says, "I was there, very disjointed in parts." But when the first team came in, things cleaned up. Freeman, Smith, Rivera, and Lynn were all bright spots in the first half. Mm-hmm. Santiago Lemiare 
está jugando ahora el Orlando City. No, no está jugando ahora el domingo. señor Santiago. El domingo empezamos. Va a jugar Facundo, el titular. Jim D, one o'clock. Uh, David Gray, Pittsburgh Riverhounds. The Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Oh, thank you, David. Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, a lot of people were saying we're complaining about the lack of scoring, right? Uh, you you can't really. I understand why they say that first and foremost, and they're definitely uh, all, all pun intended. Under I totally understand their frustration, but I mean we do have some weapons now, and you know I we have some important players now in certain pieces, certain pieces that are going to help. You know, Vanderwaters uh, now is having one full uh, preseason with a, mm -hmm. with the team. You know, set pieces for sure have been part of the menu for Oscar Pereja, I'm sure. He's seen the numbers of set pieces that Orlando has had last season. So if we're going to get into speculation, I'd rather have a positively impact opinion regarding the club than just say, I don't think this is going to work. You know, just because I watch soccer, I watch soccer almost every day. Every, um, actually, in I, I, watch, I, I have another podcast too at 10.30 in Spanish. So I'm watching a lot of soccer during during work sometimes, I, 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 you know, everywhere. But that doesn't make my opinion better than anyone else's opinion. Uh, but I do, you do have to see that there is a process, right? There's been new players that coming into a team has already have core players. Urso, Galese, AC, uh, Ruan, you know, mm -hmm. especially the back line. And they have to adapt and they have to gel together to make a unit, right? That mm -hmm. doesn't, that's what these preseason games are about. Yes. You know? And, and, and Luis. Because, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm so sorry. Uh, Orlando City as a club, they, the, the, the locker room, it's a pretty boring one. Let's, let's just face that. In, in, and I'm saying boring in quote unquote. These are guys, family men. Uh, 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 men that that on the weekends go to service. Uh, these are men that uh, are, you know we have gone from the uh, terror squad at Epcot a few years back, getting banned, drinking in a kitty place, embarrassing the club, and people getting arrested and all this. And now our team it's just basically very tame. So the player that's coming here, it's it's a particular piece person you know what i mean it's it because pareja has said that before he definitely wants somebody that can go on the pitch and 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 and, and do something but the person also has to match with the guys that are there and i gotta tell you when don dwyer was here i i just don't think that that he really matched well with how oscar was taking the team because the guy was was sort of like a like a you know extrovert loose cannon at times Meanwhile, these guys are very tame, very mellow, very quiet. And if you get to meet the team in person, like I have and many of us have in, in, in many occasions, the team, the guys are just that. They just, you know, this is their, their job. This is not like let's go win and, and after that let's go to the bar and pound it. They, they, they finish, they shower, they do whatever they got to do, they go home. <laughs> so That's that's one of the things that um, that that I have noticed that our 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 players and Oscar Pareja and Luis and and Ricardo they're, they're picking guys that that have to match that culture that we have now, you know. And if you look at the guys, they're always having asados, they're always uh, going to each other's houses. This is is a very tame group, 
that I got to tell you those, does not necessarily mean that on the pitch there, they're going to lack the energy to win just because they're not rowdy, a rowdy bunch. Right, right. And uh, just to kind of change to the different uh, preseason game, um, Orlando uh, tied against, um, um, I think it was uh, Cincinnati, right? Cincinnati. Um, that was the second preseason game uh, last week. And we have mm -hmm. the words from Kyle Smith, which he, st he started it and he had a good game. Uh, let's go ahead and play it real quick. It's about a minute good as a team as a unit uh i thought we looked good today a couple things that we need to tweak with uh just being I, i would say more careful with the ball and you know knowing when to just clear it sometimes i think uh but yeah i think overall we feel very very good and confident going into the home opener you know it's always uh fun playing with new guys especially when you're getting different cultures and you know the game is the world's game so it's fun playing with uh people from all around the world for me personally So, yeah, it's really fun, and I think it's going very well uh, getting to know them and, you know, getting the chemistry. Uh, focusing on Montreal because they're our first opponent and uh, focusing how we can win that game and getting the three points. So, let's look at the... There you got uh, Pato, right? I think mm -hmm. Pato... If if he goes off, we, we have a we have a head of a strike a hell of a striker, and um, he just needs to, you know. I think the last few games he's played more uh, physical than the than the one that that, that they played, and uh, it kind of looked like he didn't want to get touched or or knocked right, out, right. Uh, knocked down. So can't blame him. but I can't blame him either. But I think the collective play on the wings it's working and hopefully translate on the regular season for when he is going to be to me uh if Kara well, I think Kara is going to be the start starting striker but he's look look at that mm. like just just the speed to cut through the two defenders the two center backs that speed uh and then you know just the finishing is just superb and then Tesho scored also that's Tesho yeah So that's, that's, you know, that was the game against Cincinnati. Um, thoughts about it? Uh, things that you want to say no, about absolutely. the particular uh, game? Yeah. First of all, the, I would like to, uh, I'd like to mention that um, uh, Kyle Smith is, to me, uh, uh unsung hero many, many times. The, the guy has a lot of talent. Unfortunately, he came to us through JOC and from USL and a lot of people really discounted him, uh, but he has saved our skins many times. Uh, I saw a question about who's going to start. The, oh, there we go. Yeah. Who's going to start. I, I, I have to go with Smith. Smith is Same quality. It's, Smith is reliability and consistency. And uh, you know, we, you know what you're going to get with this guy. The, the, this guy is good. just going to give you 90 minutes of on, adulterate football football and that's and that's that's what it is i love Maltin, uh, uh joe moutinho uh i think he's super talented but at, at some point we have to cut bait with a guy that just it's hurt all the time my friends and um it hurts to say that that you know that's the reason why lafc let him go because they just didn't see a future with a guy that will get hurt all the time 
David Gray says, well, Moutinho had his ankle wrapped on Friday, so it'll be Smith or Freeman. Um, look, I agree with, with, with David uh, regarding uh, Kyle Smith. If you give me a chance right now, we're playing against Montreal, a very similar team to uh, like Orlando with a lot of prowess on the wings. And uh, personally, I would like to see Kyle Smith. He will give me a more defensive presence than Joao Moutinho because, as I mentioned in other podcasts, he's a great skilled player, Moutinho is, going into the attack. But just the, co- the coming back into his position, right, if he doesn't have the help, maybe Benji's just not having a good game, let's say, for example, because it happens to a lot of people. Well, let's say, for example... Benji is also going into the attacking transition and, you know, and they have a tough time going back into, into their own positions. He leaves a gap, completely gap open. And that's how, where Colorado was going through. Colorado was going through his side multiple times. He was leaving open gaps there. Um, same with Benji. Benji was going to the attack, not, not going back. So that whole wing was completely open with Kyle. You will have more of a defensive presence, more of like a, you know, right there, he'll be right there. You know, he's he's gonna try to go into maybe the half, you know, into the half of the of the pitch and then go back. He he only if Pareja says he's a very tactical player. If Pareja says go all the way through the attack. He will go all the way through the attack. But one thing I've seen about Kyle is he has the ability of coming back and forth. He does that back and forth very well, going back and defending. Box, box, um, yeah. We also keep in mind uh, Freeman having a, a great preseason. And, uh, I mean, again, that's the competition in the locker room, right? I mean, this kid mm-hmm. has demonstrated his size, his speed, you yeah. know, his, his technique into just cutting through defenders. It kind of reminds you of Asquez in a way, mm-hmm. but playing on, as a back, you know what I mean? Um but he's a little taller and, and a little bit stronger than him. Yeah, I think we have a hell of a player. Um, but I, I will too. I, I will go for experience in this Absolute, particular yeah. game with Montreal. I was going to interrupt probably, you just to say that. Yeah, I will probably go for Smith. But definitely, if Moutinho is not able to suit up, Freeman is definitely the second fiddle there. Mm-hmm. No, no, and 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 the problem with the first game in my opinion, on any sport and any league, is sort of like the introduction, right? You lose that one, and everybody says, ah, oh, here we go. You win that one, ah, oh, we're winning the league. It's a tie, ah, oh, here we go again. So it's always, you know, in, in all reality, my friends, it doesn't matter what happens that day. You always have to go for the three points, and if you don't get them, there's just another game and another game and another game. But it's at home. And uh, and, and it, this is probably the game, aside from a championship, where people are excited the most. Therefore, uh, you have to go with a guy that, that, that you know rather than, than the rookie that may make the inopportune mistake that's going to cost us. Montreal is super dangerous. We're going to get into them in a minute. But, uh, you know, uh, again, uh, you got to remember that because of the amount of minutes that um, – uh, Kyle Smith was getting play, uh, being a substitute for Moutinho or for Juan. We had to bring Mr. Stopgap, Emmanuel Mas. Emmanuel Mas uh, was there the last two games that we faced Montreal, and uh, he did he did a commendable job. 
uh, I would have loved to have Kyle Smith there. I think uh, it, the, the story would have been different, uh, as, at least in the first game. Um, so with that said, uh, we just we just got to go with, with the guys that are going to get us a result. And if that result is a nil-nil, so be it. Yeah, I mean, I understand uh, what a lot of people get worried. And, you know, we're going to dive in into what we think we should be the lineup for Montreal in just a moment. Um, a lot of people get concerned about preseason. Preseason is to try things out for the team to bond, for the team to get, to, you know, that to gel together. You know, the new pieces and the core of, of the team, which, you know, I'm glad Urso's back. I'm glad AC is going to be back also. So he's already back in the States from, from my understanding. So I think, uh, <clears throat> um, you know, you cannot just draw conclusions on a, you know, um, with a game against Minnesota, right? Um, you know, and then after that, we only conceded probably more than once uh, on after that. So the, the, the defensive players are actually playing in a high level in this preseason as well. And now mm -hmm. bringing in Antonio Carlos that he has been training by himself and he looks in top shape. Um, I think um, it's going to just add in, you know, we've kept the defense that took us to the playoffs twice, pretty much, you know, whether you like it or not, that, that core defense that those that were out back took Orlando also, including Pedro Galese to the playoffs twice that the club has kept those pieces and have added, you know, I understand the left back situation, uh, and, but we have Freeman, we have Kyle Smith. And now when it comes to Moutinho, I see Moutinho more as a change of pace player. So if let's say Moutinho was able to play and it, it, it's Montreal, Orlando, and it's nil, nil minute 80 minute 75, the second half, I will sub in and I will take out Smith because I want to go into the attack because I'm at home. I have my fans behind me mm -hmm. and I need to win this game no matter what. I, I don't care. And so I need a, a player that's going to give me that um, attacking prowess uh, uh, as, as a left back. And I think Moutinho can deliver on that side, attacking wise. No, absolutely. Um, so I, I would definitely do that. But if he's not able to suit up, I think it's Kyle Smith and Freeman for sure. Uh, a lot of people are saying, you know, pointing out the departures of Chris Mueller, Daryl Deacon, Nani saying that Orlando has no no scoring prize. Just give it time. And, uh, I mean, Montreal is coming up. Uh, and uh, I think we're going to see a lot of good things happening. Um, Daryl Deacon, we have to part ways. It's just Hakuna Matata, circle of life, right? Nani as well. Mm -hmm. And Chris Mueller, you know, I, I can on, honestly base stats based on, you know, last year, unfortunately, because last he didn't year do much. he didn't do much. Uh, and, and that is true. And this is nothing against Chris Mueller. Uh, he's, he's a hell of a player. I wish he would still be in Orlando City. But unfortunately, you know, you can base, you know, uh, statistics based on 2020's numbers. Uh, yes. unfortunately. you have to play with um, people that want to be here, my friends. And you know, I love Chris and his family. They are fantastic folks, but Chris didn't want to be here. And sometimes, sometimes you gotta, you, you have to respect people's <laughs> wishes, wish them well, move on. It's just like dating. You know, you can't hold on onto people that just don't want to be with you. Right, and then I think just to end uh, the the discussion too, and we'll read some comments. Uh, Sure. Um, you know, Erjan Cara, right? Um, Erjan Cara, um, the injury against FC Dallas obviously did not help. 
because uh, it would have been great to have him gel with the team more and maybe him mm-hmm. being the starting nine in every game. But Pato is seeing an opportunity of possibly starting on, on this upcoming game in Montreal as well. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It just depends more of what Oscar wants to do. Um, but I think Urgent Cara has the, the pedigree, the, 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 the goals to back it up. And I think we saw in some, on, on, on some of the games that he was a starter, he gave us a lot of flashes of the type of player that he is. So I have no doubt he will adapt into the playability of the game. And I think we win with him as a nine um, a lot in set pieces because he'll be able to head it in. He, he, he's a more versatile in his attack, not just on the 1v1. So um, I think we are in good shape. And then obviously Facundo Torres, when he's able to mesh well, like he did with Ruan on either flank, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. on either flank, like he's gonna be unstoppable, in my opinion. Um, no, absolutely. You know, so and the result against FCC, uh, oh, FC Cincinnati was a two-two result. Uh, I, I, you know, I was told that the team uh, was doing a lot of that, a lot of getting to know each other, and they defeated three-one uh, Tampa Bay Rowdies. Again, it's a USL team. I'm not I'm putting too much stock into that. But uh, Rowdies came to play us. <laughs> Surprisingly, they came to play us, and uh, and we we reacted the, the, in a good way. And uh, important thing because the Tampa Bay Rowdies game was the following day. None of our starters were there. This was basically our backups, and we still got the result. So it's important to uh, mention that. But uh, I guess uh, oh, we're gonna read some comments, and then we're gonna go into Montreal. Yeah, sure. Uh, it says. Um... Skeeter Jeep says Smith for me too. Waffles Inc. Do you think Pato will be an amazing impact this year or no? Absolutely. Um, personally, he, he's motivated, and I think that's the most important thing. Uh, he's motivated. He's going along well with everyone. He's an outstanding professional, and I have no doubt he's definitely going to contribute to the success of the club for sure. Uh, Jeffrey Ordaz, saludo de Ponciana. Saludo, un saludo. Uh, let's move into Montreal. Um, let's look into um, let's sure. do our lineup. Uh, yes, while you're working on that, Luis, I would like to point out sure. these are the results of the last uh, one, two, three, f- uh, four games. Uh, last four games. Uh, Montreal, uh, nil, Orlando two, followed by a one-one tie. Then a 4-2 in favor of Orlando and uh, a 2-0 result. Oh, uh, my apologies. 4-2 in favor of Montreal and then the 2-0 in favor of Orlando. That's obviously the, the that was the game that we had uh, up in Montreal. Uh, the series, as it stands, is six vic- victories for Orlando, seven for Montreal, and three ties. So these teams either beat each other or they lose to, to one another. There's very few ties in uh, since 2015. So I expect a war. I expect these guys. Uh, the latest is they just play against uh, Santos Laguna in CCL, losing uh, Torreón, Coahuila State in Mexico, 1-0. And the second leg uh, originally was supposed to be played on the 22nd. Is Now it's going to be moved up to the 23rd due to bad weather that gives them four days of rest before heading down to the state of Florida. Is it an advantage for us? Hopefully Uh, who knows, but I can tell you that the two guys that keep me awake at night, guys, 
are Kai Kamara and uh, Romel Kyoto. Romel Kyoto was uh, 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 the range man the last time we faced these guys. This guy wanted to score on us. Do you really think that he's going to come just to jog in the in the pitch? He's coming to beat us. And, um, you know, the, the uh, Kamara, he, he has a history with us. He always scores on us. He loves to hit on Orlando. So, again, we are not facing some run-of-the-mill team. These guys are coming to hit us hard, so we definitely have to be on our toes uh, coming come this Sunday. Look, uh, when it comes to talent, I think on paper, Orlando has better talent on paper than Montreal now. Um, n- not to say that they, we didn't before. I think collectively Montreal last year played better than Orlando in, in many parts of the game. And also I think Orlando was also plagued with injuries uh, mm-hmm. at that time mm-hmm. as well. I think now we have younger, more vibrant uh, subs and more unpredictability because uh, they don't know how Facundo is going to do. They don't know what Urshan Kara plays. They, they, they don't have access to see what Freeman's numbers are or, or, or even uh, Taylor Williams. They don't know. They have no idea. So I think the unpredictability in the game, uh, Orlando has the upper hand, in my opinion, on that. Um, yes, Romel Kyoto in, 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 um, in club, he's a player that it's a very physical player in the country. His team is just subpar. Uh, and he's the only star in that team. Uh, and uh, I think because of that and the type of personality he is back in his home, com- home country, he has this attitude of kind of like Joseph Martinez, right? That he thinks he's like the last folk of the desert, right? Mm-hmm. And and unfortunately, it, it could rub the wrong way on a lot of the center backs. And you saw that a lot of his attitude against that game that we played uh, against Montreal last season um, very bothersome for the center backs, um, trying to break lines, the defensive lines, trying to be a, a bothersome to the number six in the middle, you know. And um, I think he's definitely somebody to watch out for, but he ain't Ronaldo. You know, he, he ain't something that you would say, oh, my God, this guy, you know, this guy is impossible to, to guard. No, 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 no. He's just Romel Kyoto, guys. He's a mortal, just like everybody here. And I think the way the young kids are playing, I think they're going to put a stop to him. I mean, I see Freeman. Freeman is more, is more physically imposing, in my opinion now, at that age, than Romel Kyoto in his whole career. Not to downplay Romel Kyoto, but I'm just saying. And, when, and, and Kamara, obviously, he's, uh, he, he's dangerous as well. The other player that you were mentioning. No, um, but let's dive in into into Orlando City. You know what we believe we're gonna is gonna be the starting lineup. Um, I will, let's start with obviously the obvious, Pedro Alessio, right? Um, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There's um, now left back. What do we say, Smith? Smith. All right, let's do Smith. Uh, this is gonna be Jansen, right? I mm-hmm. mean, and and his eternal companion, Antonio Carlos. Exactly. AC. Right. And then right back. Juan. Juan. There you go. All right. The two the two in the middle. What are your thoughts? Uh I will say Mendez and Urso. 
Again, uh, uh, Profe Pareja may go with what he knows. Unless he has seen something in preseason that says otherwise. Uh, if I was put in his position, and the guys can let us know in the comments, I will go with with, with what I know, you know, the, the, the guys that have given me results. Again, like I said, the first game, it's about making good impressions. Exactly. And people can leave their comments also. So if you think that we need to change some things up here, feel free to let us know. All right. Um, the 10, Pereira, right? I think. Absolutely. Without uh, a doubt. Our captain. That's right. Flanks, left flank. You, you go, you go, Benji. Oof. Now, now it's getting interesting. Well, this is the thing. Well, what are our options there? Sylvester Van der Water, right? Benji. And who else? We have, hold on, let me find Pato. here. Yeah, so we have, uh, yeah, Pato, which I don't think he'll be able to play the wing, in my opinion. Um, okay. Not, I'm sure he'll play, but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, is playing the wing it has a lot of physical threat you need to have, and he just he's just coming out of injury, you know. He, he's a second yes. forward, in my opinion. So Facundo can Torres, uh, he can have uh, also uh, Vanderwater, Benji Michel. Mm -hmm. Right. This is this is where it gets tricky to me. Wilfredo Rivera as well. Yeah, Wilfredo Rivera. Um, as as biased as I am with him, I think this is not the stage to to like get your get your your first, um, you know, break your chair basically. Um, I don't. I just don't think he has the physicality yet. Uh, he's still, you know, eight, just eighteen years old. In my opinion, he needs to gain a little bit of weight. Muscle, um, but it, I'm in two waters because no pun intended. Sylvester Van der Water uh, has been a little bit inconsistent uh, in some games, and in some games, the guy is like a painter in his studio. And that that game was against uh, Atlanta. The guy could just just everything he did. It was just just beauty. If we can get that Sylvester Van der Water on Sunday. Then I will give him the start. If not, I will go with the tried and true, the the rough rider, the cowboy Benjamin Michelle from Apopka, Florida, on that spot. Yeah, um, be honest with you. Um, if you look at in what Pare has been doing the past preseason games, I think that that's Benji's spot right now. Okay, and uh, I'll see him right here, Benjamin Michelle. Let's 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 just give him a chance. I think. Vanderwater comes better um, with just as a, um, as a sub for now. Um, I think there's going to be some games Vanderwater will start, uh, depending on the rival. But I think since we're playing Montreal and they also have a lot of uh, attacking options on the wings, mm -hmm. I think Benji, because of his speed, he can maybe help also out the mid in recouping the ball, you know, and, and hopefully he has a phenomenal game. You know, which I'm sure he will against Montreal. Mm -hmm. On the right, I mean, that connection that we saw with Torres, Torres and Ruan, I mean, give me that all day, man. I mean, Ruan and Facundo Torres on this side. I mean, Cincinnati was like, what the hell? That's how mm -hmm. we scored that goal, like, so fast. So let's keep that going, you know. Let's keep those connections going. Eventually, Gaston Gonzalez will come and maybe we'll, we'll see Benji 
you know, depending on his performance. Hopefully, Absolutely. he's still the starter, but he's going to have to alternate between Benji and Facundo Torres, in my opinion. Uh, and that's a good problem to have, by the way. Right. And right up front, I mean, we, uh, depending on how Arjun Cara is, but I Correct. personally, if, right. right, if it's, if Arjun Cara is ready, he's definitely here. And if he's not ready, Pato will be his replacement. Um, I don't see Orlando going with two strikers right away. You know, although you can, let's say Pereira gets injured, right? God, God mm-hmm. forbid that happens. You yes. can put Pato could play behind the the center forward also. So mm-hmm. that's one thing about Pato. Pato can also play the wing, but you have to understand he hasn't played the wing since he was in Sao Paulo. This was like two years ago already. So you don't kind of want to give him that that much of a physical. There's not a time for experiments. <laughs> right, right. We gotta so, be consistent. So, yeah, to me, Pato can only play behind the center forward or as a center forward. And I think mm-hmm. he's demonstrated in these preseason games that he's a center forward. So um, if Virgin Cara doesn't make it, Pato. But if Virgin Cara is available and ready to go, I think um, we may see Virgin Cara making his debut against Montreal. So let's see what people say. Uh, let's say David Gray, Pompey seems to love Benji on that starting line. Very yeah. true. Skitter Jeep, hope Urso worked on his stamina. Saw a lot of games at the end of the season where Urso started giving up on plays past the 70th minute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll explain the reason why Skeeter is because, unfortunately, um, he Mendez was in national call. He was playing for Ecuador national team. He was not there. And we have Andres Perea. And what Andres Perea did was also, again, is a player that goes on the into the attack, but to run back and defend, you didn't see that a lot. Leaving Urso completely alone right here in the middle, right? Trying to guard two or three guys, trying to come to him. That takes his toll. On his body, you have to understand he was also one of the players that had the most minutes last season playing for Orlando City. He even mm-hmm. played injured a couple of times uh, with Nani. Nani also played injured a couple of times. So um, I think um, now that he's gotten some a lot of free time and he, he's kept himself in, in, in shape. And now we have Araujo right there too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, so, yeah, yeah. If, if we're A natural Right, if Urso needs to take a couple of days out, even though a lot of people say they didn't like how Araujo played, you have to understand this is a kid, number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, the league that he comes from, and we said it in this in this show, the league that he comes from is a very physical league. Like, the, the yellow cards he got that game, you don't see them in South America. They're normal. It's normal friction of the game. It's just because, unfortunately, pro referees belong on OBT. Yes, yeah. that, that, right. So unfortunately, that's it. But we have Araujo. We have depth there, and then we have also Perea. So he's gonna have a lot of more resting time if he needs to be out. But I mm. think Ursa will be okay. Skitter Jeep he says uh, Vanderwater is a starter. You can bring him in the 80th minute. Saw him several times play with Heracles in Netherlands, and he needs to get into that rhythm of the game at the start. Yeah, but, I mean, I, I agree. I, I agree, but it also depends on on, on his I performance, mean if, you know. Right. If 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 he's showing us 
that level of play, I think, uh, be a great opportunity to see him start over Benji. But I think Benji, um, I think Oscar sees something in him, maybe something mm-hmm. more tactically that he can collaborate on. And, um, you know. My opinion on Vanderwater is the only thing that is stopping him from being a 90-minute guy is Vanderwater himself. I, I, you know, we paid the money. We brought the guy. God loves to be here. He he just has to go out there and consistently do it. And uh, I, I, I'm in his corner. I, I, I really like the guy. You know, oh, he's his a partner. They're, they're beautiful people. And, and, and I really want this guy to do very well here. He has a fantastic story. But the reality, my friends, is that this is an industry where results matter. And uh, I feel that Vanderwater sometimes either disappears from games or it's not a factor. And that's, you know, the protagonism that our manager always preaches is you're going to go out there and you're going to contribute. And uh, perhaps was the players around him that, that shadow uh, his talents. Well, like I said, when you look at that game against Atlanta at home, the level of perfection this kid put out, that, that performance, that's what we need day in, day out, right, week right. in, week out. Right. And, and I think also he did not get time to bond well with the team when he first arrived. He kind of came kind of like Pato right in the right at the end. Yes. And uh, now, and I agree with the Skeeter, uh, he's gotten time to get to know his, his, his squad and know he has a bonding relationship with Pato, with also Facundo, and with a lot of the new players as well. Some of the young guys too see him as a, as, as a, as a sort of you know, friendship type of thing. So he's got more time to bond. I hope we see the best Sylvester underwater this season. I'm sure we will. Um, and again, you know, each single player uh, for Orlando City, it, it, you know, this type of level of players playing collectively 90 minutes, a great game. We have now weapons that a lot of the teams don't know how to, they don't know a lot about them. Like, I mean, they know Benji, they know Jensen, AC, everyone, but they don't know, for example, what Urgent Car could do. They don't know the type of play, they never faced them. They didn't face Facundo Torres. They don't know if maybe Pareja wants to put him behind the center forward. He's, he's played the position before as well. Uh, they don't know also you know, what type of link-up plays he's been doing with Vanderwater or with, or with or Pato. So mm-hmm. I think uh, Orlando now, because of that depth in the preseason, they have, an, they have a lot of options now. Uh, let's see. Orlando City Lions says, uh, what's up, fellas? Dale mi amor. How you doing, my friend? Yes, sir. Uh, you yes, want to sir. talk about the emojis real quick? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, our club has released the uh, hashtags for the season. The first one is Dale Mi Amor. That's the, that was going to be the Spanish one, which is uh, sort of like, let's go, my love. And it's uh, uh, one of the part of the lyrics in La, La Gran Victoria, which is one of the songs that our supporter groups welcome the team with. Uh, at the beginning of games. The other one is Orlando City. No surprise there. And Vamos Orlando now becomes uh, a team neutral because this uh, in, in last year they felt that if uh, Pride wanted to use Vamos Orlando, which they are entitled to, they're uh, they're part of this club, they're part of this community, uh, unfortunately it will have the logo of Orlando City. So Vamos Orlando is going to be left to be used by both clubs with no identifiers. But Dale Mi Amor, 
and uh, Orlando City. Those are the two. Uh, I've been seeing that usually the Spanish uh, hashtag is the one that gets used until the wheels fall off, and the English one is left uh, in the dust because it's always so generic. So Orlando City, if you want to use that one, but Dale Mi Amor just, just, uh, just shows it, right? So I, I really like it. Right, I will use it for sure. The the bland one too <laughs> for for the for the game. So mm-hmm. no, but uh, I think it's a great a great uh, thing that Orlando City has has done with those two uh, emojis. Yes. So this is the lineup that we think is going to line up against Montreal. Let's go over one more time. Galese as uh, your number one keeper. You got Ruan, AC, Antonio Carlos, Jensen, Smith. It's a four two three one lineup. Two in the middle, Urso and Mendes. Uh, wings Benji Michel left wing Facundo Torres right wing middle Mauricio Pereira as your creative and then right at top it's Urgent Car this is what we think will start against Montreal if if we if we win it you know if, if, if we if we you know, if Orlando actually brings out this lineup I will definitely post something on Twitter. You guys can definitely comment once that happens. We can brag about uh, it. We can brag about it. But uh, I think this will be the lineup. Now, if Urgent is out, Pato. If Benji, for some reason, has a knock, Vanderwater. So I think definitely, you know, Facundo will be going to the left and maybe Vanderwater to the right. Um, I think uh, Vanderwater could just be on the left because he's a, he's left-footed anyway. So, um that will be the lineup for Montreal. I think uh, this is Orlando City line. Are, are they are they all healthy uh, with the exception of Car? I think they're they are all healthy. Oh, Moutinho, he has a knock too. Moutinho mm-hmm. has a knock. So, so let's see let's see how that uh, progresses uh, in the next few days. Uh, definitely, no, absolutely. Be... And it's important to also mention the the time of the day, one p.m. I'm not to thrill with the this this 1 p.m kickoffs i never have i understand why they are there and so our friends in europe can uh watch the game at a decent time get hyped up and all that good stuff i get it uh but you know what kind of uh orlando day are we gonna get are we gonna get one of those where you can bake cookies in the in the shade or are we going to get a cool, uh, breezy day like we have been blessed with in the past few days? So that's that's up in the air, my friends. Hopefully, hopefully we'll be the second one. Orlando City Line says this collective needs time to play real matches to get the mojo. I Lots agree. of away games first month. Yes, I agree. We're playing against mm-hmm. a lot of good teams too. Jim uh, D, not a fan of Benji on that left wing. He tends to mm-hmm. run out of space when the ball goes out uh, or if he's dispossessed. I do like him as a striker when appropriate. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orlando City Lion, yeah, they're all healthy except Moutinho and Cara, I think. Uh, the rest of them should be good to go. Uh, Orlando degrees, City, okay. Yeah, 88 degrees. That's, well, that's better than 95, right? Uh, you know, Skeeter Jeep, depending on, on the front, 85 or 58. <laughs> I'll tell you 58. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. No, but um, I mean, it's going to be a tough game for Orlando, obviously. But I mean, you got to understand, we're playing at home. Every single home game, we need to win it. Uh, the the people deserve it. The city deserves it. Um, the, the players. Uh, what better staple for the club is that your home stadium is a terror for teams to play against, right? Uh, mm-hmm. If you come, knowing that you're coming to Orlando, it's going to be a loud and proud 
you know, wall there singing, chanting every 90 minutes, you know, with two of the biggest factions in the MLS there, supporter groups, you know, um, and then it's going to be even outside, people are going to be chanting. So that's a type of, uh, you know, that sometimes win, wins games because it motivates Absolutely. the players to do double the effort. So... And- and Go before ahead. we move on, uh, uh, Luis, because uh, obviously we are about to wrap things up, um, I want to thank this gentleman that are going to be defending our callers this, this season. Uh, thank you for everything that you do. I know it's not easy. Um, get up in the morning, go practice, jump on an airplane, go play games, sometimes against very adverse uh, situ- uh, conditions. So I, I, I like every year to recognize the men that are going to be the Orlando City Lions for that particular year. And if you allow me, I would like to start. That's going to be the Brazilian Junior Urso, the Ecuadorian uh, Celas Mendes, the Brazilian Antonio Carlos, the Dutch Sylvester Van den Water, the Canadian Tesha Kindele, the Brazilian Juan, the American Mason Stadahar, the American Joey Desard, the Peruvian Pedro Galese, the American Kyle Smith, the American Adam Grinwis, the Argentinian Rodrigo Schlegel, the American and local Benji Michel, uh, American slash Puerto Rican Wilfredo Rivera, uh, my American uh, Michael Holiday, Swiss, uh, uh, Swedish, I, sh- I should say, Robin Jansen. Uruguayan Cesar Araujo, Portuguese Joao Moutinho, uh, Colombian American Andres Perea, American Thomas Williams, local kid, Mauricio Pereira, Uruguayan, Brazilian Alexander Pato, Uruguayan Facundo Torres, Austrian Erchen Cara, American Jack Lynn, American Alexander Freeman, local boy. These are the men are going to go out there and, and, and defend our colors. Let's support them. I, I understand sometimes there's going to be frustration. There's going to be anger. Remember, my friends, inside of that jersey, there's a human being. And if and, and they, anything that you give a plant or a tree, that's the type of fruit that it's going to have. If you are showering our players with disdain, with insults, uh, with distrust, my friends are not going to produce anything good. So let's support them. Remember, remember, remember that they, they are representing us. And uh, and for that, thank you very much. I, for one, this is going to be another season since 2011 that I'll be, uh, uh, that I choose to go and uh, watch my Lions take on the first game of the season. And I, for one, I'm excited. And I hope you are too. And uh, let's go support the Lions, you know. Is let's hit the reset button. Whatever happened last year or the year before, that's history for the history books. And um, uh, and I'm sorry that I'm uh, rambling here, uh, Luis. But I, I wanna before we go, I also want to uh, remind everybody. I actually was reviewing the book, The Five Expectations, once again. And uh, in in that book, when our founders created uh, the club that they felt was gonna be the perfect club. They wanted it to have this following six pillars, openly communicating with and caring for our fans. I felt that we walked away from that. We are returning to that this year. So thank you very much. 
playing entertaining and exciting football, developing players as professionals and people, being a positive influence in our community, creating a family culture, building a culture of success. None of this can happen if you, the fan, decide not to show up or support. So thank you very much for listening. And uh, let's 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 get let's get there Sunday. Let's do that. Definitely. Uh, let's go, everybody, and support Orlando City. Um, definitely, uh, it's a winnable game. I think we have the the team, we have the coach, we have the staff to definitely uh, make it happen. We're gonna have the crowd ro roaring. So, you know, guys, it's uh, it's up to you guys to definitely represent the club in a in a big way. It will be the first. Uh, little drop of sand on a big mountain that's going to be the MLS 2022 season. Then after that, it's a World Cup. So you have to understand uh, there's a lot of things going to happen. It's a very important season for a lot of players that are going to be defending their home countries as well, like Pedro, like Sebastian Mendes, like a lot of the, those players. But we have the backup to back them up now. So, right, we have three great goalkeepers. I think, um, to me, the best, uh, in, in some of the best in the league. And then, uh, you know, we have this young, talented, you know, squad. And then not, not only that, I also want to add, let's go support also OCB, you know, mm -hmm. and let's go support also the Pride. Absolutely. You know, um, let's go Let's go do that. Um, I think um, Orlando, you know, if you live in Orlando, you know, you know, it's tough. It was tough to live through the magic years after Dwight Howard. They build the Amway Arena because of that man. And then that man leaves. That man leaves, right? So the inception of Orlando City when he came in 2010, it was like life brought back into the city of Orlando after a disastrous magic uh, final loss um, and uh, against one of the worst Laker teams of all time. But uh, obviously, you know, it was a breath of fresh air. They've carried that culture, the one that uh, Dave was saying, throughout their MLS tenure, you know. And playing this league is not a piece of cake like a lot of pundits or people may say here and say in other countries or even within the United States. It's a tough league to play. It's a tough league to be competitive. Every year, the league gets more and more competitive. Look at the current champs. So I think Orlando has... Uh, uh, a, a debt to 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 deliver a championship that we've been yearning for so many years and i think for decades believe it or not i mean if you're an orlando native you know you want to have that cup whether it is for any sport you want orlando to be up there and i think this team has a chance this year to definitely take some names so vamos orlando right uh, dave yeah that's it dale mi amor Dale, mi amor. Vamos. Un saludo, muchachos. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys next Monday. Hi, this is Luis Carlos Pineda from Loud and Proud Orlando. I want to thank you for listening to us through Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Help us grow our Purple community by following us on all our social media outlets. 
We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. We're also available on YouTube as Loud and Proud Orlando. We're available on Instagram as Pineda underscore O-R-L. We're available on Facebook as Loud and Proud Orlando and on Twitter as LPO underscore podcast. Thank you so much for listening and vamos Orlando! Thank you.